Hello, and welcome to Kardashianit, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jordan. Hi, Marcy Jaro. I'm Trisha McGalpin. Yay! Yay. The three of us are back again. We're back in the groove, baby. Um, And... This is great because we got a season premiere to talk about, oh, which we'll heck. get to. Yeah, so good. Um, so the kind of the universe feels right, uh, which is hard because the universe is also <laughs> very fucked up. But in the Kardashian world, I felt like a great sense of like calm. It's the best of times. It's the worst of times, <laughs> and the worst overshadows the best by, by a lot. far. Yeah. Um. What a yeah. What a welcome week for it. Um. Well, I'm excited to discuss it. Me too. Yes, totally. Uh. First, I guess we should say happy birthday oh, to. Oh, you. you're singing. Yeah, I guess I came in at happy birthday to you. Oh my goodness. Happy birthday to. You. Okay, I'm blowing out an imaginary <laughs> candle. Thanks, We guys. should have had Kim lit. Oh, oh our Kim candle. I should have okay. brought Kim. Oh, um, you fucked up. But you brought her a... Trish brought Jess a present. It was. I it's did. a beautiful mug and that she I brought me from Hawaii. I feel like she should have given me a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, at your birthday party Saturday, which was so beautiful and oh, thank fun. You. Oh, thank um, so you. fun. Thanks, guys. Such a fun... She had a... a, a Tiki themed birthday. Of I will course. never quit. I'll tiki till I'm dead. One day you'll be like, I'm really into log cabins now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real choice to like double down again on tiki for my birthday. And I was like, I love that. That bar just looks so beautiful. It was beautiful. so beautiful. Um, Don't tell anyone which one it was. Okay. I was about to plug it. Do you want right. to show? No, I want to keep it a secret. Yeah. It's um, in the butthole of Hollywood. I know. Though. It's a bar basically. I mean, anyone could piece, piece this together by now with the shreds of information. But it's basically like, yeah, if you've lived in L.A. as long as all of us have, there's just like parts of L.A. that you would never go to and certainly not go out on a Saturday night. When I saw this bar, I was like, oh, it's going to be bad. It's in the bad part. And then went and checked it out before like reconnaissance visit and was like oh it's like beautiful it's perfect yeah it's, um, it was so nice it was so uh, fun i had so much so many rum drinks yeah i got a lot of texts sunday was very fun uh fun i sound like a mean woman but i got a lot of texts about hung, how hungover everybody oh, was and it was God. like i it was very uniform like and it was the same with our wedding like it's like if you force people to drink a lot of rum uh, that's what happens the next day. It I was learned. rugged. I have not yet been like hung over like that and taking care of a baby. He was fine. <laughs> I, I mean, he was like, mostly Eugene really took the lead on Sunday because <laughs> Eugene was sweet. Eugene was not drinking. He was Saturday sober night. on Saturday. Well, he wouldn't sweet. even eat little niblets. He ate some the chicken. The chicken was really the chicken good. is yeah. really good, right? Yeah. I was like, eat this thing. What is it? Tell me what it is, Eugene, <laughs> and eat it. <laughs> um. Well. I'm sorry for any hangovers, but it was meant a lot and I was really happy. I don't know if this really works, but I decided that night that if I went home and drank as many big glasses of waters as I had drinks, it would fix it. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Did it work? Well, I did it after the fact, though, and it seemed to work. Yeah, but that's the thing. I still do that. That that always helps hangovers for me is coming home and chugging a bunch of water. Yeah. Yeah. So that the next day wasn't so bad for me. Yeah, because like the bulk of hangover is dehydration. Yeah. You know? It was a funny thing where someone bought me a drink and someone else bought me. Joanna, friend of the show, bought me a drink. Then someone handed me bought you a drink. She (laughs) actually... She was like, I need to go. She was like, is Trisha here? 
she said, I need to I need to speak to Trisha because I feel like she's upset with me no, and I'd I like to her. hug her. I love her. <laughs> she's really great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a lot of like people kept giving me free drinks, which was just very nice of them. And then I was yeah. like, oh, this is danger. I thought I was going to leave like on the earlier side because I had like like homework like actor homework to do like yeah. learning lines and i never did it Ooh. i never did it can you believe how ugh, it was really bad guys so did that mean you did had an audition that you didn't know your lines for is that what it was i actually was like i just had like book space to put myself on tape okay and then i sent it to my manager and she's like this is the best one you've ever oh done oh my god so now you know you have to come out and get drunk I at a bar in hollywood before not study yes worry about it oh my god uh, procrastinate but it was fine what a huge realization yeah um yeah that it was really fun fun I, night I so a, fun good i'm glad i'm really glad it was very special to have you guys there um and then i got to do i'll do my catch up very quickly which is that then on sunday which was my actual birthday i did a very important thing which is that i drove around la with angeline oh my God. <gasps> i want some deets yes so for anyone who doesn't know because i know uh, angeline can be sort of like an la specific person and so for anyone who doesn't know who she is or especially international angeline is this like la weirdo who has been around for like since the 80s and is famous they kind of actually actually call her the first kardashian in that vein of like i've seen her referred to a lot as that as like famous for nothing which we know that that's not true about the Kardashians, but the idea of like not a specific talent and that uh, Angeline just like started putting up billboards of herself in the 80s and 90s with like this like really kind of iconic bright pink look and her huge tits hanging out mm -hmm. and just this like really kind of like 80s bombshell look. And so she ended up in a lot of like always in like 80s and 90s movie montages when it would be like LA's crazy and it'd be like you know stars in the walk of fame and Hollywood and Highland and then like the Angeline billboard and she became really iconic particularly because she drives around LA endlessly in a pink Corvette with the license plate Angeline yeah so anyone who's lived here she's selling it now by the way oh I know Oh, I know everything about her. Oh, my God. Tell. Um, but basically, she is now uh, an older woman. Um, what does her face look like? I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like Miss Havisham. It's crazy. It's like oh. I hadn't met her. I had spoken to her once in line at because she loves coffee beans. Yes, and she, I've seen her at the coffee bean. A lot bean. of people have seen her at the coffee bean on on Hillhurst. And I like spoke to her once, once in line at the Albertsons there because she asked if she could cut in front of me. Um, and I let her. You said no. And you pushed her down. No, I said, of course you can. You're Angeline. And then she was like, oh, you know me? She has this really weird little freaky voice that I love. <gasps> and I'm very obsessed with her. I went as her for Halloween two years ago. That's right. That's I, your current Facebook photo. That's my Facebook photo. If you had me on Facebook, um, I was really proud of it. I spent a lot of money on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have like a keychain and pins. And I just like am. And I've gone through like a big Angeline renaissance lately. Because there's this big Hollywood reporter article like a month ago that revealed that. her real identity supposedly which she refutes and says is a lie um and it says she's like 95 years old <laughs> it says 61 which okay. if it's true i gotta tell you in person i was like who knows because she looks like no living human but i was like i don't think she looks 61 um but basically my friend uh, kiki 
who I think you know. Um, did she rear in me once? That's the one. Yeah, I know her. Kiki. Uh, did you know the story that no. like, so Kiki's a friend I've heard about a lot, never met her. Chrissy then, Wall's like very good friend, best friend. Uh, and then one night, uh, one afternoon, I got rear-ended uh, in Los Feliz, pulled over and the girl's like so upset and like freaking out. And then she's like, my name's Kristen. And I was like, are you Kiki? <laughs> and she's like, yes. I was like, I'm Chrissy's old roommate. And it was just really like funny. The smallest and I was like, world. Don't, I was like, don't worry about it. She's <laughs> so sweet. And I basically like I she had put on her Instagram story that she won a ride with Angeline, which I've seen at a couple of places like at a checkout like that. There was at the vintage store Squaresville that I had noticed that they had to like enter your name for a chance to win a ride with Angeline. And Kiki won it. She won one at some other event, like some event she went to had it. So she had she had put on her Instagram story like, oh, my God, because they had texted like you want to ride with Angeline. So I had commented being like, oh, you have to tell me everything. She's my favorite. And then like on Wednesday of last week, she was like, hey, I hear it's your birthday coming up. I'm not really like an Angeline person. And I hear you are like, why don't you take the ride Mm. as a gift? I I would be so scared to do it. It was the best thing I've ever done. It was insane. And it was just basically like I met her at a different coffee bean. She now likes the coffee bean at like Argyle and kind of right like right by Tender Greens right there, like where that tower is. What an odd I think it's because I think they chose that one because the way it seems to work is that she drives you up to see her billboard, which she has. It's like on Coenga now. Mm. She has a new billboard up. But um Basically, I like set it up. She has this like manager guy, Scott, who's like another kind of like weird little Hollywood guy, this like skinny guy with long hair who's also older like her. (laughs) And they basically like pulled up. I like set up a time and place and they like on my actual birthday on Sunday, on Sunday night, I like went and Tim came and we like walked over and he said he was like nervous to leave me Aww. with them. He was like, I was like, am I leaving my wife with these Yeah, weirdos? I wouldn't be scared. Yeah, I would be scared. But I was just really excited. And she was like in her I bet she Corvette. Loved you. I was wore like I wore an outfit that was like kind of Hawaiian printy. Um, this like matching top and bottom. And my hair is like seafoam green. And she immediately it kept was like, oh, my God. A mermaid. <laughs> and she called me a mermaid a million times. And we like, but the thing you're supposed to do, the way the contest is supposed to work is that you like have a cup of coffee together, I guess, at Coffee Bean and then go drive. And she, she it, there was a thousand things to tell. I, it's, I could make it my own Fuck, podcast about I want to hear thing. all of it. I'll tell you all of it. But basically she was like, instead of coffee, do you like malts? And I was like, <gasps> what? And she was like, the waffle is right there, that little oh, diner. Yeah. And she was like, I love the malts at the waffle. Would you want to get a malt with me? And I was like, yes, of course I want to get a malt with you. So we went and had chocolate malts, me and Angeline alone together in a booth. And I just like had chocolate malts with Angeline and talked to her. And like she's easy to talk to in a crazy sense. And she mostly just talked about like, she was mostly just showing me pictures on her phone of like art she makes and like pictures of celebrities that have posed with her. She including this is important for the podcast. She was showing me all this like James Franco and her and like Dave Navarro and like this random assortment of celebrities that she posed with. And then she showed me and I think this was not that long ago. Kim hey. <gasps> She had Kim K posted on Instagram a screenshot of like she took a pic on the road of like the Angeline's car 
and uh, like posted it and was like, oh my God, and put like the little pink bow emojis and was like, I forget what she put, but it was like an icon from my youth. I can't believe she's still around, like the very best, the queen or something like that. And like, so Angeline was showing me Kim's, Kim's Instagram. Yeah. Oh my God. Whoa. And she was like, oh my isn't, she Your life. Your life. isn't she sweet? Isn't she sweet? I was like, I love her. Circle. I love her. And yeah, we just like, um, she would ask me just like kind of, she would be like normal. And we would talk about like, what restaurants do you like in LA and stuff? And then she would be like, what's your favorite color? And just like weird childish questions, you know, she's a nut. She's a nut. Um, she also roasted my shoes. I was ha I have these like kind of I guess they are kind of like orthopedic -y croc shoes. I know they're like not that I think they're cool, but I thought she'd like them because they're pink. And when she got out of her Corvette, she like rounded it and she looked down at them and she was like, oh, well, I assume those are for comfort. Oh, my God. And I laughed really hard. And I was like, you don't like them? And she was like, oh, I'll let it slide. Oh, my God. This is a woman who wears like spandex and like cork wedges. <laughs> and like it was I truly howled. It was when I like fell in love with her. Mm. And then, yeah, we just then there was like this kind of quick drive. But where we just like got in, we took a photo and that's the one I put on Instagram. So cool. Fun. And then we just drove for like 20 minutes and it was just this little loop. And like it was just me and her and her pink Corvette. And it was like amazing. It was amazing. Is she drive like so I've only seen her with like the fan in front of her face. So I'm assuming at some oh. point the fan comes. Oh, down. yeah, she did. She didn't have it on. I mean, she only held that up for the photos. photos. OK, because um, that's how she charges more money. It's three hundred dollars to get a photo without the fan <gasps> versus 20. Oh, wow. I mean, she oh, that's oh, I, sh I should say that's the bulk of what we did was that she and I knew that about her that she just hustled me. Yeah. She just like the minute she got there, she just opened her trunk. She keeps like all her shit in her trunk, like tote bags and shirts and like I spent one hundred and fifty dollars. <gasps> Because it's my birthday. That's reasonable. I mean, I think it would be hard not to spend You're more. You're very sweet, Trisha. But That's I mean, like, if Angelina's well, I mean, there be, telling yeah. you to buy stuff. Yeah. I mean, and I'm just like, it's my birthday. And like, yeah. I just was like, I don't care. I earn money. This is what I want to spend my money on. <laughs> I earned my money. I was like, I'm very happy to spend my money on this. And so I bought like, that's what's funny is I spent $150 on like three things. <laughs> like, it wasn't that much stuff. Oh my God. But yeah, we drove and like. She we like she is normal ish. We talked about I asked her about the Hollywood Reporter article and she called it fake news uh -huh. <laughs> instead oh of troll. And then she, she voted for troll. Yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> and she put on her MAGA hat. Uh, <laughs> was, but all that to say there's a million more things. But like she was lovely. I like had a really fun time. I laughed so much. I was just like truly it feels like a fever dream especially once it was just me and her in the car just like that seems unreal just in the pink corvette driving together just like i purposely turned sideways so that i was not like facing forward and looking at the window while we talked because i was like don't you need to like have it burned in your brain what it looks like to see her like behind the wheel wow she put on like little gloves to drive with she's amazing anyone who is not familiar with angeline please look her up she is a nut and an icon and i told her that i like got really on the verge of tears and i was getting out of the car and i was like i just want to tell you something this was the best birthday i ever had Aww. i think you are really special and iconic and you make la like a special place and there's no one else like you and you make everyone happy who sees you and i'm really like a huge fan who just loves you oh, i just like awesome. gushed at her and she was like thank you and then she called me her little mermaid oh and that's it that was a long story sorry <sighs> that was how great she, i was riveted how does she find she always finds good parking i know 
Oh, she also, she's such a hustler. She like, I paid for the malts. I paid for everything. I knew I would. And then even when she pulled into her parking space, when she first pulled up at the coffee bean, she like, even the way she did it, I was standing at the curb and she's like, can you check to see if that meter's okay? And I was like, oh, and she's like, is it good? And I was like, oh, she's asking me to pay her meter. And I was oh like, oh my God. I, did. I was like delighted. Every time she hustled me, I like cackled and was like delighted because it was like on game. Like yeah. she's just a fucking hustler and everything she could get me to pay for. I was like, yeah, great. great. She's the original black China. Oh, she really is. Anyways, that's me. Um, it was a really good birthday. And I love my mouth is a gate. Oh, She's really special. I love her. She and she liked I showed her the picture of me in my costume. Oh, and she really liked it. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I think I would have been scared to meet her. But then I met R.L. Stein once <laughs> at his house. Your face. What? Like I went to his Marcy's house. He's making to- a very um, I don't know how to describe it. When you first said his name, it was like R.L. Stein. I loved it. I, lo- I like, love I, I love I, I like, don't even think of R.L. Stein as like a person, though. I only yeah, think of it like I as went just to the his names. actual house in New York. Have I not talked about it before on this podcast? So. Why? Because I tweeted at him once. And then and he was like, come over. Yeah, uh, essentially. Uh, I mean, I'd be more scared of Arl Stein yeah. just inviting me to his house immediately. It's really funny because my friend Chelsea Clark, who listens to the show sometimes, let's see if she hears this. Uh, if you don't mention it to me, bitch, I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he was like, you can bring a friend so you're, you're not creeped out. And so I was like, Chelsea, come with me. And then on the day of, she's like, you know what? Go alone. You'll have more fun that way. I was like, are you kidding? Do you not know how the world works? It's never more fun alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But he was very nice. And he he was like, uh, yeah, he is the biggest uh, apartment in New York. (gasps) Did he try and sell you merch from the trunk of his car? No, he gave me a free book. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was like, what's your favorite book? And he was like about to autograph Say Cheese and Die. And I was like, actually... I was more of a Fear Street fan oh, than Love Fear Street. So he gave me my uh, my favorite book, which I don't know why it was such a weird one, but it's the Beach House. It's like a time I Beach House. Yeah, it travels in time a bit. Oh, but I he, loved all of those. I have that signed uh, in my room. That's such a clear era in my brain of R.L. Stein and Christopher Pike. Those yeah. were like. I felt like they were so racy and so cool. Well, Christopher Pike was racy. He told me some dish on Christopher Pike. Oral Stein gave you dirt on Christopher Pike? They're like, not buds. (laughs) 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 Christopher Pike, he's like, he he writes disgusting stuff about teenage girls putting cocaine in their vaginas. He's gross. Oh my God. Oral Stein Stein said the word vagina to you. Really? Yeah. Uh, And he, well, I mean, we had, we had, we had, I forget how he worded it, but he he like worded it not disgusting. I don't remember how. I don't know how to talk not gross. Uh, but apparently he got his start in the business because a publisher got mad at Christopher Pike okay. because she had given him a book idea. Christopher Pike is a woman? She? No, the publisher is oh. a woman. I know. Crazy, right? Women can do anything. We both. So the publisher, the, we both. the female publisher gave like... Gave an idea to Christopher Pike to write, and then he wrote the book and did not publish it with her, published it somewhere else. So she was mad at him and was like, Bob, that's RL's real name. (gasps) She's like, Bob, you could write horror fiction. Why why don't you write young adult horror? And so she gave him a title. She's like, the title is Blind Date, and that was his first book, which I read. Um, Blind Date. I do, um, but yeah, and so he—that's how because he used to be a joke writer. 
jovial Bob Stein. What? Oh, uh, celebrity gossip from Angeline. She oh. called Miley cheap. <gasps> because Miley wouldn't pay $300. She wouldn't. She was trying to buy the Corvette because one of her pink Corvettes is for sale and we're talking about it. And she was like, Miley wanted it, but she was so cheap. I wouldn't give it to her. And I was like, how cheap? And she was like, just so cheap and wouldn't say the amount. But I Your also. Your Angeline voice is so great. Yeah. It's, it's like a weird fake Marilyn. Like it's like. It's like the craziest put on. It's so crazy. And I, but it also kind of really sounds like her voice. Like, but she just has this like breathy lunatic voice. Ooh. Oh, Mr. President. Do you like music? I have a single you might like. Oh, it's crazy. But I loved it. I'm obsessed. Anyways, we, oh, yeah, I, already, I made my point. Trisha, what's new? What's going on with you, Trish? Uh, that face. Um, 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 um. It's okay. Uh, Your baby's perfect. My baby's perfect. I went to IHOP on Sunday morning when I was hungover. That was oh, fun. Did it help? God, I'm so boring. No, no. <laughs> you just talked about meeting celebrities. That's like a truly insane thing that I've Plenty of celebrities. Yes. Don't act like uh, you haven't. Well, not tell us this about, week. Tell us about Kristen Johnson. <laughs> Wait, Kristen Johnson? Who's What's her name? Dakota Johnson. Is. Sorry, I never you met, met her. Dakota. You Johnson? never met her? No, I thought you did. I didn't. Um, but anyway, back to IHOP. IHOP. Well, I was really hungover and I saw that commercial and I told Eugene, I'm like, can I just lay here for like 20 minutes and you can watch the baby? Cut to like the entire day. (laughs) But there was a commercial for IHOP and they had pumpkin pancakes. What? That sounds good. And there's an IHOP close to our new house. And it was really fun because um, they have pancakes and they're good. (laughs) (laughs) Was it the kind of thing that they come with like whipped cream and stuff on the top? I didn't get the whipped cream and stuff. I just didn't think I could stomach it. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a big to do. But Quincy, I fed Quincy some pancakes and it was really fun. And like he just delights everyone. Like everyone in the restaurant would walk by and he would, he does this thing now where if someone looks at me, he looks at them and is like, (laughs) like almost all the time. And like multiple people at IHOP and throughout life lately, like when he does that, just go, oh my God, he just made my day. Like oh. very sincerely. And I'm always like, like it was like, I bet. And it seems so sincere if it's like this tired older woman or something or like oh. at like living spaces, the like security guard living spaces, he did it to him and he was like, God, that just made my day. And it's just like <gasps> the delight in people's faces when he does that. What an amazing thing to ha- to be bringing around into the world. It really is. And I'm such a shy asshole that I never interact with strangers and it's like forcing me to now. Like, oh. At IHOP, I talked to like fucking 40 people and they were all like obsessed with him. And do they kind of then just like ask like how old he is or like if they chat with you about him, like do they like to ask stuff about him? They more talk to him. Like they're like, and you're having a good day, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, I'm hungover and you're shouting. (laughs) So. But it really kind of snapped me out of it. Oh. Um, I I don't know. It was just like a delightful um, antidote to hung hungover. Person. I love IHOP. When I was a little girl, we would go. My grandfather had a condo on the coast, and when I would go stay there, I would make him drive twenty minutes away from the condo. <laughs> be like, take me to IHOP. IHOP is a blast. I loved it. I they loved- have like all the syrups. Yeah, all the oh, syrups, yeah. and I loved getting like a big orange juice. I got like- orange juice. Uh, it's yeah it's because it's like fresh squeeze or yeah. something very delicious i don't the know the waitress was like would you like coffee or orange juice and i just sat there and eugene was like you should have an orange juice <laughs> 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 <Both>. <laughs> um, well let's all go to ihop 
It's yeah, so we fun. I have, we we keep making plans. We really have a plan, though. We, do we are. Plan. We can't spoil it. Yes, yeah. we won't spoil it. Um, but we have a fun adventure that's not disconnected from this podcast. Oh, not at all. It is so connected. It's, it's like the umbilical be, cord. Yeah. All I think about is babies. <laughs> it's all I can talk about. <laughs> well, great, because there's going to be a lot of them coming up. Thank God. Ah. I'm relevant. Oh, well, that was some good catching up. I'm very happy to be with you guys. Yeah. Um, we have some news. It's certainly nothing compared to our... the. the news boom of last week no well let's see the biggest i think the biggest news that happened a few days after recording last week was that rob and kylie are suing china oh i didn't know kylie was yeah because she destroyed some of kylie's property <gasps> oh that's right the gingerbread house oh. Yes. Oh, I was laughing so hard about this that the gingerbread house got included in the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, this is a law obtained by page six um, via the blast. Robert uh, Kardashian claims China tried to strangle him with an iPhone charger after consuming messy. significant amounts of drugs and alcohol last December. Rob is suing for damages. Um, let's see. Who else? Where's Kylie? He also claims that China then proceeded to trash. Where'd this go? Um uh, trash the house, which was owned by Kylie Jenner and being rented by Rob. As a result, Kylie is also listed on the lawsuit and is suing China because she estimates the house suffered at least a hundred thousand dollars worth of damages. What did That's she so much. do? Wow! What did she she do? Like, this is from the show when she was like one of my homes. Yes, yeah, one of the homes episodes. Was this the night that like that's Corey the night that Corey came comes, over? Yeah, yeah, and he goes, "Look at my TV." She That's broke my right. TV, and that was Kylie's TV. Remember. <gasps> Rob and Kylie also alleged China only got pregnant as one of her deliberate actions, is in quotes, deliberate actions to cash in on Kardashian fame. Mm, I don't like quote. them talking about dream like that. I mean, I know. I dream know is perfect. True. So that's the thing about like whoever gets pregnant whenever their babies are still perfect. Like, I know. I just, I, I so this story is very important because we just talked about the fact that like, they just settled their custody. They settled yeah. all their shit. And it she was like, dropped her allegations about him. So what his abuse. happened? Because I think it was like, well, this to me that all read like we talked about that. They were like, OK, I this think is bad he, for business. Let's drop it. I think he had to pay her out in a way that he was not happy oh, with. Like maybe the amount was higher. Than yeah, I think maybe it's more. Than, I've, I've heard that it's more than he can afford. And I alleged that last week. It was on TMZ. There was, was like, a video. There's just no oh. way that he can really pay that much. That amount. So, you know, he, like, I think it's his way of getting back at her for having to pay that much a month to for her to drop the allegations that he's an abuser, mm -hmm. which are very serious. But she dropped them. So, like, that does make her claims feel, I don't know, it, it makes her claims feel at least, like, suspect. Something about it doesn't feel right anymore. So, totally. and then now he's like, if you want to know the truth, she beat me up. I mean, and try to choke him with an iPhone charger. And it looks like, I mean, from what they're, they've teased now a couple times, like it feels very connected to me that this came out right as like the new season started. And in the teaser for the season, we see like Chris right on the phone talking about like restraining orders. Yeah. yeah. Restraining and, she's, order. and she's saying, what is his custody amount have to do with the restraining order? Right. So part so of me is, is like, 
it this, is very it does feel like a little bit of blackmail yeah like that they that this is i don't know like as they're rolling out the season and clearly they're going to make like robin china stuff like story also you know? i don't know if you're following rob kardashian no. i am following um, I need to. it's a rough follow he has <laughs> i mean the pictures today i was like what does this mean rob is back on social media for real so it's pictures of him as a little boy, but two different pictures. Yeah, and then it started says, like, from the bottom. Yeah, what does that mean? Started from the bottom because he succeeded. Like I, he's saying, like the starter from the bottom, no. and I'm here and, also, and I'm killing he's it. Much more adorable as a child. And then he has some like pictures of, uh, of like sweets and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, and it was very specific. <laughs> it felt like a weird ad or something. Yeah, Wait. like the Saint Regis, blah blah blah. Yeah, he's having to pay that twenty thousand dollar child support this month, Ooh. so he is working it. I can't wait to see some Fashion Nova show yep. up in my Instagram. It's very strange. So like, he's been back on for real right now, and um, he was even oh, so he's eating healthy. I don't know if you guys. So uh-uh. he's trying to get healthy for his baby. So he did an Instagram story of him eating at a vegan restaurant. Oh my God. I know it's really crazy. What else is in his story? I don't know if they're still up. Um, I can't find it. Um, but yeah, he's he's back with a vengeance. He has some publicist who's like, all right, we can make this work. I mean, he just won't go away and only returns in like what are pretty unlikable stories you know yeah i mean he's yeah he's beverly hills california lit vegan lunch and it's like vegan lunch yeah what's the restaurant does it say it doesn't say but it seems to be some kale with quinoa (laughs) and i won't do this oh i love it Uh, this is why we have this podcast you're guessing i love it it. okay it's some fake it's some fake buffalo chicken i can tell (laughs) it's kale quinoa sweet potatoes um then we got uh some kind of tempeh taco i'm really good at guessing vegan food i'm positive sounds like it could be making me hungry it sounds lit i see oh yeah um yeah that's very lit fake buffalo chicken yeah and then the next picture is guess the kardashian at courtney kardashian and it's someone with a unibrow uh-huh. i don't understand well it's it's courtney with a unibrow but it's well, that's like a, that weird snapchat filter my friend yeah, sent me that today. it's a just a shout pic. out lucas who yeah. doesn't listen to this podcast and then it says the third one is mention me in a photo on your profile and i might like in comment that's the saddest thing and i've ever to, heard uh mahalo hands oh well now i like him <laughs> um so yeah he's back he's trying to make that cash he's mention trying to get me. in good he's going to be on this season so much guys because he has to pay he has them nothing bills to do he's got he's bills nothing to, to do you know, one of my favorite things um, Jezebel is obsessed with is how people, I think it's People or Us magazine, and they do it in this page six article. They will only refer to him as the Arthur George sock designer, Rob Kardashian. <laughs> That's, That's like funny. he always, like whatever like lifetime money that Chris paid them, they will always, even in the like ugly custody stories in Black China, they always reference like Arthur George sock designer. And it's like the most irrelevant product. The we most should, irrelevant why don't brand. we have Arthur George socks, guys? It's my fault. I because should be buying they're, them. Because they're like, they're so, like, anyways, we can't. They, yeah, they make socks that say like DILF and like wifey. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I want both of those. <laughs> <laughs> I like a fun sock. 
<laughs> I like a fun sock. I like well, something that's not too thick. Uh, Rob's a bummer, right? Yeah. I know. I, I try so hard to not like be bummed by him and like root for him, but it's gotten. Well, it's just like sometimes he's so, so real. And that's what you love about him when he's like being defensive for his sisters or like, yeah. you know, like you, you want him to succeed because you see him struggle. And then he, his, then he does a social media bl- blitz like that. And you're like, dude, you got to marry these two personalities. Yeah. You have to bring a lot more you to this shit if you want us to buy it. If you Okay, here's a question. Sorry, I've been really in the mood lately to ask hypotheticals with oh, the family. Yes. Are you starting a book? Um, maybe. Like a like a bathroom book of Yeah, it's like a choose your own adventure <laughs> <laughs> with Kardashians. No, let's say you are like, you are the head of like um, the biggest PR company, right? You are like a PR maven, just mm. to use the word maven. Um, and Rob comes in and he's like, what do I do? Like, how do I like, how do I rehab my image? How do I become like Kim level or like he can never be Kim level. But like, how do I get like into the likable, interested, not sad, like at me in my in your comments realm? Like, okay. how do I get like into the aspirational celebrity zone? What is your advice? What would you say? Rob. I'm getting Steve Harvey on the phone. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Yeah, I'm getting Steve Harvey. I'm and he does an appearance. The like he male goes on. version of Oprah. I feel like Steve Harvey's very close to Oprah in a lot of ways. <laughs> Think like a woman, act like a man. Uh, so I'm getting Steve Harvey. Okay. I'm gonna have Rob go on Steve Harvey, and Steve Harvey's gonna act like a Dr. Phil to Rob, mm. and they're gonna do a check-in uh, once a month, and he's gonna be funny with Steve Harvey. Yeah. I'm gonna get joke writers for him. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm gonna. I'm getting Steve Harvey involved. I think that's a great yeah. choice. Um, and, and I'm gonna find some male friends for him that yeah. are, yeah, that maybe can help him rehabilitate his image. Okay, but Steve Harvey, I like that. Interesting, Trish. What are your thoughts? Where would you? Um, what would be your? Where would you want to see him? Where would I want to see him? I mean, I um, I watched Black China. I mean, Black China, Robin China, that yeah. whole season. Um, and my, the highlights of that for me were when he like hung out once with his old friends from USC or whatever. Oh. It was one episode and they were all like, where have you been for 15 years? <laughs> and, it's like, uh-huh. and he, you could tell he was really uncomfortable, but it was like, he, that's what you need to do. Like, yeah. be, and then like hang out with Chloe again. Like yeah. him and Chloe yeah. together was so fun. They're so fun together. And like dream and him, obviously he loves dream. Like yeah, I don't know, more positivity and more like hanging out with other people and being less of a recluse. I think that's all really sounded advice i like that i would also be curious what like a, a like to your um steve harvey thought like what a what a wendy williams sit down could do for him because i don't think it would help him. you don't think so she doesn't build people up but that lamar one was but he, i yeah, guess but that's just because so Lam- lamar, lamar had his he was ready for her you're right he was ready for her and he said like she really dug in and he had really she was like why are the men such messes and the women are, and he That's was like true. because women are stronger yeah and he like, was like he, ready to eat humble pie and like bow uh-huh. down and to rob wendy can't do that yeah rob can't do that rob might, she would like she would hand him his ass about china rob might be able to handle a little bit of joking and ribbing yeah um and then ha- like he needs a daddy like that's yeah. the thing like he that's why he like was so close with Lamar and that's yeah. why he like he does he wants someone that's like a brother or a father figure to him it would be fun to watch him hanging out with friends yeah but he doesn't have any or good ones at least that aren't I feel like they're there if he wants them but he yeah. like pushes them away at least that was the vibe that I got from Robin China 
Well, thank you for indulging me. I was just What curious. about you? I think I would. I think it. I think he has to have an endeavor. Like, I don't know what the business is, but maybe it is like a show about being a single dad or something like that. But that like the socks or the merch like has to go away. Yes. Like I, th- it point. makes him look tethered to Chris. It looks sad and pathetic. Yeah. It's a product that no one cares about. Like he has to come up with some sort of branding that's like. And it's not always easy. Like, I think you see with, like, Courtney that it was hard to brand Courtney. You know, like, it took, like, the fact that she <clears throat> has kids to really find her thing, you know? They're not all that easily brandable. But I think that, like, maybe he needs to, like, have a like, gaming. I guess, like, something that's just, like, because I feel like that's the thing he does. He yeah. plays games. And, like, there are people who literally pay to watch people play games, I think. Yeah, I think that's, like, you're a right. thing. Like, he could, like, co-host a web show about video games. Or what or if he, like, embraced, like, what if it wasn't I'm trying to get skinny and he had a cooking show and it was all about the food he loves. And yeah. he was, like, hey, this is who what I, this is what I'm into. This is, I don't know. Just something he's that not feels into, like. He doesn't cook, so. I know. Just something that's that feels like a sincere thing that he likes and is into that's not, like, a sad Chris Jenner business pushed on him that's that he doesn't the, like, care about. Dad thing doesn't really work because there's no way he'd change his dreams diapers. Yeah. I know. Anyways, we'll keep thinking on it. If you guys have any thoughts, you should tell us what you think. How can we rebrand? How do we rehab Rob's image? I'm trying to think. Like, you know how like Britney did her show in Vegas. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, what is what is his show in Vegas? What is the hail mary move that like people are like, huh, and like interested in you? You know, I don't know that they're ever going to be. I I, you know, know, like like mainstream. Yeah, that's okay. Or he just people, partners with somebody who's not a disaster, but is fascinating. People mainstream aren't interested in me. Angeline. <gasps> Angeline and Rob. Don't even tease me with that. What if they had a baby together? Ugh. All the right. baby's oh, in my um, trunk. It costs $300 to get a picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's basically what that's what Black China's doing. Okay, uh, sorry. Who wrote uh, this one about <laughs> This Is Us? I'm going to guess that I was, was like, I'm not, I looked at that and I was no. like, I didn't know Marzi watched This Is Us. I don't watch it okay. because I auditioned for it. And when I don't, when I audition for things and don't get it, then I get upset and <laughs> I don't watch it because I'm afraid of crying that much, which is well, all I know about that show. I, I watched the pilot. I watched or the first episode. They said it was uh, NBC's new Parenthood. Yeah, and it's not because Parenthood was so good. I oh. never watched Parenthood. It's good. I mean, it's good, but Parenthood was very well. Trish, good. take us through this hot news item, um, guys. <laughs> red alert! <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this as us. A few days after it was on TV, because that's how up with the news I am. Mm. Um, big premiere. Big premiere. Big premiere, though. Yeah, I, I watched all of last season. It's the biggest show on television, as far as I can tell. I cried a lot. I liked it. Um, uh, in the beginning of the show, there the one of the main characters is trying to get his like new girlfriend, who was his first love, blah, 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 anyway, to come to LA. And he's like, come to LA. It'll be great. And she's like, can you can I will I see a Kardashian if I come and he's like yeah I promise I promise we'll see a Kardashian it'll be easy they're all over the place they're multiplying like gremlins oh but they no. didn't know that they were all gonna have babies back when they filmed that what so I felt like Wait, it was, was like, it a close-up on him because maybe it was some ADR shit it could be it could be CGI CGI <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you know, they spend like 50 grand to get that joke in to make it like... A joke? No, I think he just knows that they like um, to have babies. But I thought it was like interesting that the week after... Yeah. I was like, mind blown. Gotta open up that Google Doc. I'm <laughs> so sure pleased. we talk about this on the podcast. It was, but it felt crazy. It felt... And the biggest show in America, I mean, a long bit that they're devoted at, to the it's Kardashians. just it's it proves the point that like we're always sort of screaming about which is just the relevance of this family yeah and it's like that is a hundred percent the biggest show on television right now and it's like what a crazy thing oh yeah. my god there was one it. other thing just speaking of relevance for them i was listening to a podcast called longest shortest time i think i've mentioned before but i really like it it's about parenting and i was listening to a there was an episode all about placenta encapsulation oh and yeah like the woman who was the encapsulator said that business like boomed out of beyond control after (gasps) Kim talked about it. No. Like it was like a very kind of like thing that a few people did. It was not that popular. And now it's like, if you don't encapsulate your placenta, you're like a piece of shit. And it's all because of her. I mean, it's like true Midas touch kind of stuff. Can yes. you imagine like just like because I the amount of things that I have like Googled and looked at and Instagram fallen down a hole because they like tag it or talk about it. It's like that's that is the like ooh, the power of that family. It's unbelievable. Like what they touch is just like it's crazy life changing. The amount of lives that just get changed by like the most casual reference. I mean, think about the city of Cleveland. What's going to happen to them now? I mean, oh my God, I hope Cleveland. they don't ruin it because they seem like they really liked it the I way mean, it is. Do they? Wait, we have a few more We're news We're walking down items. the street. We're free. We have a few Sorry. more news <laughs> items. We have a few more. Don't get there, guys. Okay. Um, let's see. Lots of hot Courtney and Yuna's picks this uh, week. I'm loving so, it. Uh, we have a few clarification emails. Oh, so uh, if you happen to read this on the podcast, keep me anonymous. Okay, uh, we will. I almost said her name. Beaver <laughs> and Eunice. First off, I just wanted to say how much I love the podcast. Look forward to listening every week. Anyways, it's two in the morning and I can't sleep. So, of course, I'm stalking people's Instagrams, LOL. I ended up on Courtney's boyfriend Eunice page and came across old posts where he was hanging out with Justin Beaver <gasps> and Chris's security, Corey. Uh, that's such a nod to you. That makes yeah. me happy. <laughs> well, it's because that's how they know. Uh, uh that's how Chris knows Chris. Chris or Chris and Corey know each well, other is through Scooter. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Scooter Braun, right? Yeah. No, I'm saying that calling Chris, calling Corey Chris is security. Oh, right. That's yes, a Marcyism yes, yeah. that I like that she gave you. Thank you. I won't say your name. Um, I cannot get over how many ties there are between all of them. As if that wasn't already bizarre enough that he's close with Sophia, who also dated Bieber and now Scott. Anyways. Ugh. I don't know if you guys were aware of that or not. I just thought that I'd write it just in case. I'd also like to hear your hilarious thoughts on these word connections. So uh, tandemly, someone else sent us a message on Instagram. I don't know if you want your name said, but I'll just say that you were gramming with us. Uh, hey, guys, listen to the pod today and loved it. Had a couple comments. Courtney's new man, Eunice, or whatever. And Sophia Richie were BFFs. If you deep dive back with their <gasps> Instas, assuming they haven't deleted, they hung out all the time. That's so weird. Wait, who's BFFs? Eunice and Sophia are... Are like what? old school buddies. What is happening? So like they go back a long time. So they buddies? appear to they appear to be friends what? still when him and Court started dating. But maybe Sophia and Scott were both jealous. Feels like there's some juicy scoop, bad blood there. The source is confirming the pregnancies to the pest. Oh, ooh, this is hot. The source is confirming the pregnancies to the press is an EP of the show. Wait, whose pregnancy? All of them. How does she know? He know? I don't know. 
Oh my! I God. believe it. I don't know. We are getting guys, I don't some know. hot. Marcy's crying. Scoop. I don't know, you guys. <laughs> Again, I, the scoop this is was just too like, hot. Too this is hot. We are in the center of the newsroom. This is too hot. This is the Washington Post. It's deep throat. It's happening. <laughs> oh my God! So we're getting uh, dish on the Kardashians. We're getting dish on Arl's Dine and Christopher Pike. Oh beefs. my God! Christopher Pike's disgusting. Apparently. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to hear another Kim and Bay tension because of Kanye and Jay Z? Yeah, I love of this okay hey y'all I was does listening. she say we can say her name oh, she, doesn't she doesn't say it. or not um so i will rk um hey y'all i was listening to some old kanye and completely forgot about a song big brother big brother that was both acknowledging and simultaneously dissing jay-z i remember a while back that you guys were talking on the show about why beyonce wouldn't acknowledge kim after listening to the song again i feel like it has absolutely has to be because of the shit kanye said about jay-z very publicly anyhow Go listen to it for some frame of reference. The song is Big Brother on the album Graduation. There is no way Jay and thus Bay could really bounce back after that diss. It's a very intelligent, well-formed diss track that he really gets Jay's character, or lack thereof, in Kanye's opinion. Side note, I love Kanye, but while I but I but while listening to his old music on a long road trip, couldn't help but think, he's crazy as hell. <laughs> the whole Graduation album is a weird trip down memory lane, memory lane to see how we got here in terms of his massive ego, mild narcissism. Mild? Are you kidding, girl? Uh, sorry for the novel. Just thought I'd share. Oh, my God. Okay. What good. Sorry. I mean, Can I read you these lyrics? Yes. This is nuts. I. She's so right. This is, it's literally. Can I read it to you? Yeah. Okay. My big brother was B.I.G.'s brother. Used to be Damon Big's brother. Um, like uh, Damon Dash, I think. Who was hip hop brother, who was no ID friend. No ID, my mentor. And I'll let the story begin. It's the hard knock life tour sellout. Picture us in the mall, cop an iceberg and yell out Jigga. Yeah, that's what we'll yell out, yell out. You know the name. Do I got to spell it out? J-A-Y and yay so shy. Now he won't even step to his idol to say hi. Standing there like a mime and let the chance pass by. Back of my mind, quote, he could change your life with all these beats I did. At least let him hear it. At least you can brag to your friends back at the gig. But he got me... He got me out of my mama crib and he helped me get, sorry, I sound so white, sorry. Then he helped me get my mama a crib. Yeah, wrap it, Jess. <laughs> my big brother is B.I.G.'s brother. Uh, that's so crazy. And then it goes on and on. Oh, my Wait, God. Summarize what that says. I mean, he's basically of- like, he. well, it's like a million actual references. Like, like, he his says name his name is J-A-Y. And it's that literally, spells J. <laughs> as it goes on, it's about... Um, uh, it's just like the story of them. Fresh off the plane, I'm off to baseline. Blah blah. It's, he talks about the blueprint. He talks about the black album. But what's um, the diss part? Um, that like, oh, this is interesting. Um, nothing handed out. I'm about to take mine around the same time of that blueprint one. And these beats in my pocket. That was blueprint for him. I'd play my little songs in that old back room. He'd bob his head and say, damn, oh, that's you. But by the black album, I was blacking out, partying SOBs, and we had a, we had packed a crowd. Big Brother got his show up at Madison Square, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we can be there. But not only did I not get a chance to spit it, Carlene told me I could buy two tickets. I guess Big Brother was thinking a little different and kept Little Brother at bay at a distance. So it's like about it's like he gave yeah, him yeah beats or everything, yeah, like but we everything that I felt was more bogus and only made me more focused. Only wrote more potent. Only thing I want to know is why I get looked over. I guess I'll understand when I get more older. Big Brother saw me at the bottom of the totem, and now I'm on the top, and everybody on the scrotum. So uh, I guess what he's saying is essentially that like he, he was thought him. he was going to work with Jay, and yeah. then when Jay was like coming up, 
uh, and do like he was like, yeah, you can come to my show, but I'm not giving you tickets, and you certainly won't be uh, rapping with me on stage. Yeah. Hey, we've all experienced that with friends that you like. Oh, we kind of have a like a thing. We're working with them, and then all of a sudden they have success, and you're like, oh, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's had that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what. And not like best friends, but like it's definitely happened where I'm like, oh yeah, we're cool. Oh, we're not. Okay. Well, so now I know my place. Interesting. Anyways, what a what a great piece of insight. And he rhymed totem with scrotum. Totem and scrotum. And thank you to everybody who had to just listen to me read it in a attempt at a hip hop. I mean, if you had wrapped it, it would have been Horrifying. upsetting. Up wrong. It would have been. Say. Yeah, Yamara, our <laughs> guest a couple weeks ago, would not love oh, it. Her one of the things she hates most. Um, <laughs> Rightfully so. And then the only other news item before we jump in is like it, it's big enough that I think we should mention it, but I don't have any like top note thoughts on it, which is that it's been a year since the robbery now. Oh, yeah. October 3rd. Yeah. Today. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so, and she's not at Fashion Week, which is happening week, now. But she's, you know, it was just like a people story of her whole year of like That's bouncing so crazy. Back. That really feels like one second ago. But I feel like Ugh. we've talked about it all I know. so much on this we've podcast. We've talked about it so much. And there's so much horrible gun violence and shit in the world. And like, I don't even know if they had guns, but they were they violent. Did. They, they did. did yeah. And like, it's just like, I don't know. It's sad and fucked up. Yeah. Should I celebrate when I got... Like, should I do something then uh, to celebrate the year anniversary of yes. when I got held when at gunpoint? It? It'll be, um, let's see. It was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving last year. So soon, soon coming up. Um, I don't know. What should I do? Something else scary? No, do something fun. Yeah. And something that Life is about conquering Should I shoot it? guns? <laughs> no. <laughs> Please don't go. No offense. No, no, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, don't even say it. But um, uh yeah but no if i don't want to go to a gun range, i was joking it. i went once and it, like i for my 30th birthday i was like this will be fun and it was really panic inducing i mean the sound of it like literally all right just thinking it's of it makes really my heart scary race. i and, went to do paintball once and had to leave after i watched in the lobby i was like i can't do this uh yeah it's uh i loud noises scare me on a good yeah. day when it's not even a, a deadly weapon so um, also like yeah just like uh what a terrible week. All right. Let's totally talk about terrible. Well, our, but we should do something to celebrate. I mean, is, to commemorate. This. And Sorry. all I was going to say is that our secret trip that we're taking <gasps> will be close to that. Yes. Oh, yes. So maybe we good. can. Maybe we can toast. Yeah. To maybe that. I'll rob someone at gunpoint. No, Marcy. No, Marcy. I just want to take back the night. <laughs> you know, we'll just listen to that song. My favorite thing maybe is. Maybe I'll go bully some teenage girls. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing is how that song came out. Take back the night. The. A Timberlake song and like no one told him that that we talked about this. No that one should have been a that campus rape been group. Speaking of <laughs> oh, like that a campus rape awareness, like uh, every college that wasn't knows. a big enough scandal. That should have been his Kindle that Pepsi. Is so funny and horrifying. It's that- it's so much worse than Kindle handing someone a Pepsi can. Is Justin Timberlake singing Take Back the Night, which is like a very well carved out rallying cry of like no women. Yeah, <laughs> that should be. Uh, and this is this is we'll get to it in the episode, but like. Yeah, Kendall's stupid and blah, blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. So However, like that is such a great example of a double standard of how like yes. men are just not held to the same standard the as, a ch- as an almost child. Yeah. As an almost child. Okay, let's, let's get into this. Yeah, Should we? Season 14. Oh my God, it's back. It's back. Guys, we 
we slogged this summer. Ooh, they all it know was it. Hard, and this was a very what a delight, what a joyful return. Cleveland. Mason, Mason got to name this episode. That was so cute. <sighs> it like was, he got the title, Mace. Oh, <laughs> he was, was like, just, "What is my life?" <laughs> I was because he was like, "Are we gonna go film the show in Cleveland now?" <laughs> That's what he was asking because he was going. Oh, I was I was so happy with this episode. I thought it was like not too hijinksy. Yeah. We saw so much. We mm-hmm. saw like we I thought all the storylines were like fun and interesting and sentimental and interesting. And like you can really see the like you I felt like they were like I was watching them pour the concrete for like the foundation of this season. And like yeah. you can really see like who like Caitlin is fucking Ugh. in the center of the crosshair. She Boy. is dead. I like there that Meat. scene later. I was like, Ooh. they literally have daggers in their eyes. Like, like you can dead. see them. The hatred. I mean, it was almost. It was like tipping point of like, okay, I don't like Caitlin, but like w- this is nuts. No, How? I'm excited. I'm. <laughs> I'm. I like to bully a woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was only because Kim repeated the same sentence like three times, and I got—I was like, I get it um, mm-hmm. about like lying about the book. Anyways, uh, well, in the very beginning uh, of the very opening scene, I said, uh, "Chloe, my underboob sweat so much too." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything that's under something of me is sweating. Um, <laughs> my bangs, my boobs, my carriage, undercarriage. You're <laughs> undercarriage. So there's the Hollywood Reporter photo shoot. I also really love. The way they started doing it last season too, the 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 look of how they're doing the talkbacks mm-hmm. look really good. I oh, like the doubles, that. but also like they took they took a lot. They learned a lot from Kylie's. Intros. I was I put that in my notes too. And they're using it. I feel All like the interstitial like Instagram and Snapchat. Ugh, and stuff. I was over the Snapchat. But yeah, but it looks good on. It looks better. They're doing it better than it was on Kylie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. Um, I just felt like it was like enough. And they were keeping yeah. that thing in the in the corner that was like, we're on Snapchat right now, too. I was like, can you make it clearer that Snapchat is paying you? Yes. Like, um, they are in the pocket. So I don't know if I didn't check to see who did the music, but it's very much sounds like a, a Kanye track. That oh, new, I didn't think about that. The, the new, new the, oh, the opening is so different. It it really feels like uh, it was like a cheer song. It's like a, <laughs> it, it, but it feels like a Kanye song, right? Yeah, it and did. it was like the old it footage like, of I them. I got heart flutters when it came on. It literally got me right. It's really smart because the last, especially last se- season, it was that sort of like very high fashion opening mm-hmm. with like the kind of like electro music oh, and, oh. yeah and i was like oh this is like a very hard left of a yeah. new vibe new thing and yeah. they're d- they're doubling down so hard on like family yeah. like family 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 also chris is strutting out those new good boobs oh i didn't notice you didn't notice uh-uh. she's also wearing a corset top bra <gasps> Oh, uh, for that photo shoot. Yes. Oh, yes. Eugene was like, "Why is why are they wearing bras?" <laughs> that was his one comment for the entire episode. It's a very fair comment. Also, I could see Kylie Sarias's flare up. Huh. You were really seeing shit. Yeah, I need or to watch it could have been you. a heart tattoo. Oh, but I think I saw that. Yeah, I was like, oh, those just photos. They don't even worry about those little things because they know. I love that. I love that Kylie has psoriasis. It's my favorite thing about her. Oh, ah! I wish she didn't. 
for her sake oh yeah mostly not because i just feel like it's yeah probably, i don't want her to be in pain yeah it's, but probably, it's like a neat to know that she's a human i get heat rash sometimes and i hate that sh- i get eczema too and i really i'm just like this is a little painful mm. it doesn't hurt a lot it's just a little constant yeah but they've made psoriasis the thing that people know about now psoriasis is really hard to treat you guys that's what i've learned on the show um okay guys so we really lay the groundwork for what is sort of the i think the a story is cleveland yes and oh there was um, that tristan when tristan was like when she was talking to him on the phone and it was like leaning against that green tea i was like what if that's how he always is on the show like what if it's just always, <laughs> always like just like a, a phone leaning against a green tea i wrote <laughs> i wrote oh great more revenge body no i know oh, yeah that, that was a subtle bummer. plug for her at shooting revenge body it was <sighs> like oh, oh boy are we gonna have to watch that i can't no. i can't i won't i don't think i can also because I guess I think, if we have like a gap over the holidays we'll have to but I also fundamentally I think that we are not obligated to because she is not in it yeah yeah it's she's not about barely her it. it's not about her life there's no story connected to a Kardashian it's like she interviews maybe she'll fix that maybe I'll definitely watch the premiere wow yeah. I really waffled so fast <laughs> yeah I, I really talked you into All it those malts of the waffle oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do when that conversation was happening with Kristen I had like a revelation which was like I think the more bored someone seems with their partner that maybe that means the better their relationship is because they're comfortable oh she kind of was like okay babe all right bye my only worry and I don't know how you guys feel about this but Chloe is maybe the most is the guiltiest of all of speaking to her partners with a this insane baby voice yes and it drives me it is always they always driven me crazy she didn't do it as bad with tristan did she it wasn't as bad but it was like i was like listening for it because okay. it was so pronounced with lamar so 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 pronounced Lammy. okay um and she like does it a little bit with him i think that they're very happy and i'm not trying to poke holes i think that they're like the real that's thing. what i was saying i think yeah. they seem comfortable together that's why it was sort of like a boring yeah like there doesn't seem to be a lot of sparks probably because yeah, their relationship in itself isn't like entertaining but it's, it looks good yeah. yeah and it feels like they like as we see over the course of the episode that they like have this really nice setup that they really like yeah um and he seems nice he does so i like sweet. him i like his like voice and his like dr- the way he dresses and his like yeah the way oh, he holds her I how just he like it. is clearly just like like when he sees her in her outfit and he's just like chloe you look good yeah that yeah. the way he looks at her it's like the way you want your like life man to look at you your yes. life man yeah your life man um, um life man uh we so we basically lay this groundwork for like malika everyone's gonna go to <laughs> honestly yeah, yeah go ahead they're, they're all gonna go to cleveland i just want to say malika's not allowed to set up scenes anymore malika's gotta go malika used no. to be cool no I she know. doesn't have to go but like they gave her the job of being like okay malika you're gonna introduce the idea you're gonna of going set to up cleveland. the trip so she was like am i invited i was like malika so that is not what we meant <laughs> have a have Chloe some was like of course you're invited the producers told you to mention it. literally the whole purpose of the scene that we but know that she, we're shooting she couldn't do it in no. a chill way because everyone i saw a lot of comments was like malika's obsessed she's crazy and it was like yeah i think she's a little like she does heart her friend a lot she cried when she left well Cleveland. she was drunk let's we'll talk about that later. i cry a lot you, as someone who cries a lot i shouldn't drunk. call her she was that. pretty drunk uh and kim chris was making her cry yeah. um but yeah i was like yeah just don't let her set up scenes because she's bad at no. doing those little plot moves but we learn that they're gonna go to they're gonna go to Cleveland. Um, 
Then there is my favorite scene of the episode, um, which is next, which is when, uh, when is it Kim? Kim and uh, Court are getting those caviar facials. Oh, my God. In the bubble. In the bubble. I just wanted to go back a little bit. So the ladies are at Chloe's when they're like all like being like, we're going to go. And so it's like Gabbana. They're talking about Gabbana and stuff. So uh, and then Mason, that's when he says the titular line of the show. But that this is from Mariah from the cut. That scene was filmed May fourth, oh, yeah. a month after the Kardashians took their trip to I Cleveland. Don't like knowing that, you don't want me to say it, it anymore. It's, well, it just is like any sense of. It's not like it's just them like putting the show together. But. Okay, but speaking of okay. Mariah, she wrote this, and she, this is like one of the best things I have ever seen written about the show. And it's it's so she's talking about this scene where they're getting the they're talking uh, yeah, the, uh, they're talking to Kendall about the 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 fallout they're setting up the Kendall story but they're in the bubble it's Chloe and, and they're in uh, Courtney in the right. bubble and this is the sentence she wrote and I truly was like I read it at work and I like almost flew off my chair so Mariah oh my god, wrote this oh my god, I can't wait the sisters sit in a white bubble in one of the richest suburbs in America wearing the world's only acceptable form of blackface a charcoal mask and call Kendall Jenner to talk to her about her racist Pepsi oh my Cola god ad. holy shit. and I was like Fuck. And then what's the next line after that though? Isn't it like Oh, I don't have it because I copy pasted it. Uh, it was my... like it is the whitest moment. <laughs> yes. That it's, is so good. Isn't that brutal? Like yeah. just the idea that they're like in a literal white bubble wearing they're in caviar. A white bubble. They're oh wearing like God. caviar blackface talking about the Pepsi ad. And I was like, wow, wow. Yeah, so them she's, talking about the Pepsi ad was rough. I think it was She's a genius though. Them having that conversation with Kendall that felt like pretty serious mm-hmm. while just hands are all over them. Yes! You don't see the bodies. Yes! You just see hands yes. moving all over their bodies they and faces. Are so it would be amazing for someone to catalog the amount of just like detached hands that are in a single in this episode. episode. It's almost like they did close ups of the hands though. Because there oh. was a moment later when you see a close up of some hands chopping an onion, but you never see who those hands belong to. <laughs> there is someone wearing oh, a black Yes. in there at the lunch i was like it was certainly a close-up and a choice by an editor to <laughs> zoom in on some hands chopping a white onion and then back out never show that person back out and then have all three women framed in the shot it was so <laughs> intentional and strange oh my god i want to know what russell simmons advice was i know russell called me like the way courtney just casually said russell simmons called her I mean, and also it's like sad sack Kendall setting up her like really pitiable. We're supposed to really feel sorry for Kendall this whole episode. Definitely don't feel that sorry. They did not pull it off. No, they tried very hard. Well, it's because she doesn't do what everyone's advice is. Yeah, she doesn't. No, you're right. Which is everyone's advice was you just have to handle this, and she never did. She just thought it would go away. Fucking child. And she kept talking about it as though it was something that happened to to her. her. Yeah. To her. It was so aggravating. So they leave for um they leave for Cleveland. I have a question. Did you guys notice how fucking streaky their tans were? No. They they didn't. Bad. Oh my god, you were have they, like um were, super eye shadow. Your TV may be like eye? much higher. I watch this on my computer. We do have a new TV. I think your TV Shit. is like very good. You guys. 
my Remy bought on your TV. Oh my god, oh my you're god. definitely seeing much more detail. Tans. I don't even wear my glasses when I watch so TV. So <laughs> streaky. I was just like, well, okay. can we not have sweat sweat marks under our arms, ladies? Is it because they're wearing fur coats in eighty degree weather? Well, it was like throughout the entirety of the episode. <laughs> I thought everyone's tans looked orangey and streaky. Um, okay, I'm maybe my keep color it. bounces off. <laughs> but yes, they were wearing. Everyone is in Cleveland wearing. Fur coats, except Kim, because she's learned her lesson. She is not flashy like that. She's not. She doesn't want to be. She also is wearing when they're on the private plane, um, flying there. She is wearing the fucking coolest Sade shirt, and I was like, I like went back. It's like this, you know, Sade the singer. Mm -hmm. It's this like black and white Sade shirt, and I was like, God, Kim is such cool fashion. She's so. And she was in that like bed seat. Yes, I was like, oh, what a dream. They treat private planes like they're RVs. Yes. They're just, ugh. It's amazing how much of watching this show is watching them. God, on that would be the best planes. part about being them would be flying private flying, all the time. And also to private. use your phone the whole time. Oh, oh No God. one tells them to turn their phone off. They just use it the whole time. So this is when they find out that Caitlin undergoes, uh, that Caitlin had underwent gender reassignment surgery. Yeah. And that Kim was like, Caitlin gave me a different book. Yeah. Because this nah. was not. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. when we learn. It's also, like what was the kind of real basis of like what becomes Kim's growing animosity. Yeah. Because she gets really pissed. So uh, also there was like that. there. So they are including the snapshot shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like the tea time pick. Uh, and then they also had the International Sibling Day. And I wrote, it's like they're literally leaving clues for Mariah. I know. To figure out what I know. the keeping up with the continuity errors is, is like. They're like they're like leaving her like breadcrumb trails. Or are they throwing her off? They I know with the National Sibling Day, I almost was like, wait a second. Wait. I thought they were recreating shots. I think I, I had that thought, Jess. I was like, I feel like that might be like to throw I Mariah, I don't know if you listen. I think they're fucking with you. We need to ask her. She oh. met them, right? At, at um, yeah. she met Kim. Happens. Yeah, she met Kim. Yeah. Um. So we get to we get to um Cleveland. Yeah. And it's really it, it's really fun. Like I thought all the Cleveland stuff was like honestly really fun. And yeah, it Courtney was like especially was so Courtney fun, was so fun. They Courtney acknowledged so it in this really fun. fun way. I thought that like the then like the dinner scene and then playing truth or truth red? And, like at red oh yeah <laughs> also a general note is that i think chloe must be really happy because she didn't lash out any in no, this episode she, didn't. she was just like having fun yeah, and it was it like was they call and she was like they joke they call her the queen bee of cleveland everyone's like yelling her name on the sidewalk and like i don't know like th- those are all things that like i think can feel really like overly produced on this show and like I was like I feel like Chloe's having a true blast yeah. and I, bu- I buy it I like, love that Kim loves the Cleveland freedom <laughs> yeah uh, they're so happy to walk down a sidewalk when that person does scream Chloe we love you Kim gets like a scared look on her mm-hmm. face for a mere moment she was like what did she say when she was like I feel like I'm gonna get murdered in that, in that house. house and oh, then yeah. Chloe was like thanks a lot Kim it's like girl not about she's still having yeah. she's drama. allowed to I bet Kim is like me and that like after uh, like I got even more into crime stuff like mm-hmm. I kind of like indulged it even more after my robbery um, so God, I, I would love to find out that Kim listens to like lots of true kind like or I bet podcasts. she just watches Dateline constantly yeah um, right and Connie's but, like the lights keeping me up from the TV 
And she's like, put your sleep <laughs> mask on, baby. And he's like, okay, I love you. He has a sleep, uh, like a, a silky sleep mask on. Of course up. he does. Um, so Chloe just was just, this whole episode was her trying to sell Cleveland I so know. hard. Like she thought they might get a house there. I know. I was like, did they give you the key to the city for this episode? Because you deserve it. <laughs> like Erie. It really, it really <laughs> felt like she thinks Kim and Courtney are going to take Cleveland over I know. the street. And I don't think Kim I and Courtney are going to take They're Cleveland. It's like Tristan just bought a house in LA, I read. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've been house hunting together. And like, well, and then we get that little tease where they're having their truth or truth before oh God, they go yes. out. We're about the baby, which was a fun little like, I like that kind of just tease forward. Oh, we, we, yeah, we all know. We met all of Tristan's buddies, right? They seem nice they enough. They seem sweet, Simon, and then some poor red face man. I don't yeah. remember. Oh, his... he was very red face. I said that poor red face. <laughs> He's Windburn from the Cleveland Winters. Windburn. I don't have a fur coat for my face. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm wearing a baseball cap. I need to wear a scarf over my face. Poor little Windburn man. <laughs> Windburn. And then Simon has such a shy, sweet little voice. I thought He's they like, seemed nice. You truth. You know? Which one was the one that was like, KD just texted me. Me. Oh, my oh God. yeah, that was, so, like, that was so funny too. The Kevin Durant want yeah. that how everyone wants Courtney. Courtney was like everyone. everybody thinks I'm cute. Oh my God, she does, and she's good for her. I had this moment though where I was like, if you are in that tier of celebrity, where like you, it wouldn't be crazy. Like you are in that echelon, you mm-hmm. know people who know her. Like, can you imagine how like what a catch she would be like how many men must ask to like have like get hooked up with her or get her number or like she is like such a desirable like she's beautiful oh my god like her own hotter than ever and yet she said she might have another baby with god if the situation was right i just think to still say that i think she's yeah i think that like this is why I believe that that uh, 10-year reunion was filmed earlier. Yeah. Because I think shit's going to go down later yeah. on in the season. So they're starting off high hopes. I also think she's very savvy to her storylines on the show, you know? And I think that it's like... And I genuinely think she could have another baby with Scott yeah. even after all this shenanigans. She's yeah. done it. She, she loves, loves her baby so much and it would be like another babies. one of those babies. Yeah. Um... We then we get this sort of like call between it's a call right between um, uh, Kendall, Kendall and Kim about the Pepsi ad and the fact that Caitlin's going on a book tour yeah and like how it's kind of inserting Kim in the whole thing and that Kim is sort of gonna like call Caitlin and smooth it over right so that you know we don't have Caitlin doing exactly what she does yeah they're worried Caitlin's gonna fuck it up even worse um. And then, then the, we go back to. We're still out, right? We're still st- out, and that's when Chris calls crying. This <sighs> was the only scene that I really bumped on the whole episode, only because I thought it was f- like I was just like I understood it, but I was like, this feels really fake. And I was like, your daughter's like out having fun, and you're calling and crying at like eleven o'clock at night, like facetiming her at a bar. Like it just was really needy and crazy. I feeling. think it felt like Chris thought she needed to do it for the episode, yes, like offered. To and her. then everyone was like, "We're drunk, sorry, we can't shoot right <laughs> we now." We forgot that we were shooting this crying scene with <laughs> and you. Malika's gonna handle it. Yeah, yeah, I really do feel like that's what happened. It was just everyone odd. Was like, 
like none of and the daughters she cried. cared she was crying they're like handed it off malik was like mommy also what a revelation does she always call her mommy is that new malik was crazy in this yeah, malik, episode they, malika seemed crazy yeah. i think like she, not like i'm like oh i hate malika i still like malika. i love malika Me but too. it felt like maybe the tequila train had really taken her yeah. far down the tracks yeah. at that they'd point a, i mean that was like the it felt like the ninth place they'd gone to they'd had a lot of drinks that night <laughs> yeah. also um, i liked when kim was mad that she thought that the appetizers were I dinner i seriously thought this was dinner they're like why did you think this was dinner we're billionaires we eat more than hummus she's like i don't I, she, I, they think in her mind she's like i thought this was like a cleveland dinner <laughs> um, so yeah malika talking chris through it then malika starts crying they, she gets in the car with them and Court, courtney's like she's crying sit in the back i love courtney screaming at malika that was really funny in the back and then Khadija being like I'm sorry to laugh at you Malika but this is insane Khadija has no time for it it's oh, my favorite man Khadijah's it was so much cooler really, she really funny. is and then she was like I'm sad about leaving Chloe and that funny little talk back of Courtney Courtney says I guess there are just some people whose friends are everything to them. And Kim says, I've never met anyone like that. (laughs) So funny. She let like a good pause sit. It was so funny. They were great. They were great. Kim was being such a classic Kim bitch. I loved it. The dual um, interviews like work for me so well. Whoever thought of that is a fucking genius. When you see Chloe and Kim together, it makes them both feel more fun like chloe's always fun uh especially right now like i'm back on the chloe train now yeah like, me too, me someone, too, me too. yeah as long as i don't want to watch revenge body because that annoys me yeah but um i'm i'm liking her again but like kim and kim with chloe kim seems so much more so like funny. sassy and fun oh their energy is so funny yeah um oh yeah i had that down i never met anyone like that <laughs> she's like i guess i never really met anyone like that <laughs> that was so funny i thought it was crazy when they did the truth truth thing that Steph Shep was like, just really, I don't know. I was just like, aren't you Kim's assistant? Like, yeah. it just felt like for her to immediately go to like Courtney and be like, so would you have another baby with Scott? I was like, Jesus, Steph Shep. Well, well you know what? Steph I think that Courtney she's are not, close. I don't, isn't she now? I feel like Steph she's is She's the COO. She's the COO now of like Kimoji Enterprises and like all of like Kim's. Yeah, she's no longer an assistant I think she Kim. is technically now like the head of Kim's like a, a bunch of Kim's business. I know for sure Kimoji's because in that weird, yeah. it was like that Refinery29 Oh um, right, so, so she has assistants now that so do. It's, it's different. I think they're just she, all friends. Also, I think they're yeah. all friends now. And Courtney and Steph are like so close; they like wax each other's pussies or something. Oh yeah. my god, they're <laughs> the ultimate Kardashian entry into. Real, is, and is she's from really? Cleveland, and that's why she was there too. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh. they said that at some point. They were oh, like, I, that. I wasn't paying. They were attention. like in Steph's hometown, and then they, when they were going to that amusement park, she was like, I can't. I've when I went there, we were definitely not the only people there or whatever. Oh, I missed <laughs> like, all of this. Oh, yeah, I didn't that? hear. I did not pay attention. Well, my TV is super sound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mine is so This is the part where they're talking. So they have like, this is the part where they have the close-up onion shot. So they're back oh, yeah. in Tristan. <laughs> they're in Tristan and Chloe's house. And uh, so they find out that that uh, Caitlyn has said Robert Kardashian knew OJ was guilty. <sighs> and they just hate Caitlyn so much. And they have fucking daggers in their Kim's eyes in this fucking scene. face you never see her give face like that she was so she's mad. livid 
so mad and I bought it. Yeah. And yep. then they're like touring the house and Kim's trying not to talk shit about everything Chloe's I done. love that with how they're like when she goes cute. <laughs> they're like that means she hates it. <laughs> when she went she showed her the closet with all the candies in it and she was like it's my close CD. <laughs> I was like I'd rather watch a show called Close CD than Revenge Body where it's just you organizing candies. I, I would watch, watch that, that in a heartbeat. It would be on HGTV and be so oh, popular. I would watch it Chloe. for hours. If Chloe went into people's homes and organized for them. Why didn't they give her that show? I would like that show. Um let's pitch it to but her. But like then she'd have to like do like work I guess. Um uh, but Chloe's still trying to sell Cleveland so hard mm-hmm. in the closet and you just have this moment when Kim realizes Chloe's not like, oh this, yeah, I loved that. I thought this played really sincerely. Yeah, it the, did. And I was Kim like, realizes oh. that Chloe's like she's here. This is I think her we home. all know that moment where it's like your friend and their boyfriend, or you just suddenly kind of have this moment of like, oh, because that's like I think Kim is so resistant to it yeah. a little bit. She's just like, oh no. And you're you just like really they did a nice job of like really letting you see it, and it's like that closet is so full, the house is like so Chloe'd, and you're like. Oh, she like lives here. Yeah, this and, like, is her house. This is her house, and it's not just like, yeah, like that they were joking, like a little pile of stuff in the corner. Yeah, I think I think it made Kim like sad. It felt like it. Yeah, and it's that thing where like I think I I wonder how gendered it is, but I think that like certainly as women, like we all relate to that feeling of like, oh, I'm like so happy for you, and you like are really in love, but also like. I'm sad. Like it's like yeah. when your friend moves away for a good job or something and you're just like, ah, like the mixed emotions are so crazy. And yeah. I thought they like capture that's a hard thing to kind of capture on a show like that, you know? And they talked about how like she loses herself in guys a little bit. Yeah. And like and I think they worry. Mm-hmm. They worry. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and to see her like when her career is like truly peaking. Yeah. You know, and the idea to like that, take herself out of LA yeah, to be putting half of her time or more, and like especially, I think I felt like when it veered into worry was that part where they were like, where she was like, yeah, we're just gonna stay out here the summer, right? And like remodel the, the house, summer. and they were like, they're like Cleveland in the summer, like we go to Saint Tropez in the summer, or whatever they yeah. do. I think it was she was like, wait, you're not gonna be with us when you can be with us. Like this is just where you would prefer to be. Yeah, I think it was a real like like splash of cold water for Kim. It's crazy. The cold water of Lake, Lake Erie. Erie. <laughs> oh my God, I read See, that. doesn't it look like an ocean? It doesn't look like an ocean. That's not what color we, oceans are. We go are. to Malibu. <laughs> so like, this is where I take all my great selfies. They're like, yeah. I mean. I mean, it is beautiful. Yeah, but it's like, if you are the richest, most famous family in America and literally have access to the most beautiful places on earth at the drop of a hat, you can be anywhere in the world. And like, it must be bizarre to yeah. be like, my sister is choosing to spend the majority of her time in Cleveland. I got to go to Cleveland. No- I, gotta I know see what it's like. I would love to know. Let's what go it's to like. red. Let's go to red. Let's go to that. Red. Indoor that restaurant park. sign with the red light red. and it's called red. I was just like, Bleh. we get it. They have fried wontons. <laughs> what don't you like about that? It sounds so much better than sir. Oh my God, sir. It's an acronym. Well, <laughs> it's no chin chin. Um, they said out. chin chin. I know. <gasps> I, really I love um, that. Indoor amusement park. Oh yeah. 
yeah, single Courtney is just her little the outfit. Best. I made a note of like her little like thermals and track pants. Oh my god, and yes, her big sweatshirt, her like pocket size. I was like, she's just like a pocket size. She's like, cute. She she's said, just "I am just here to live life." She oh said at some god. point. I yeah, and she was teasing those boys so much, which it was, was so, so fun. Yeah, I was like, this is why men love her. It's because she's like a cute girl. Who gives them attention by like being like, you wiener, you won't do it. Like, and that's like, I bet men love it. This like pint sized little lady, like razzing them up. It was great. Cute. I thought like, I mean, all of this, the amusement park stuff was so fun. That Kim, uh, Kim, Kim the, Seal. the Seal. So cute. I was like, how oh, many Kim employees do they have working here for the just place. 10 people? They were drinking. The, the Seal was like, like, my name is Martha. They're like, your name's Kim. <laughs> she was sad. <laughs> They're drinking those like palm tree drinks, which I assumed had booze in them. Yeah, they were. Yes. I was like, oh Definitely. my God, that is such a fun day. I want to go do that. Me too. I love amusement parks. Me too. Me too. Let's, let's all go, go there. To that Can we place. take you to Disneyland? Yeah. Or like yes. Legoland or he something. He likes IHOP. I'm sure he'd love Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Think about people stop. How many days you oh would make a place that busy? Then like so that like that that weird Kanye produced music if that's what it was I think it is it's gotta be right uh, I feel like it, and it's yeah. like all the looks over the shoulders yes. of the sisters I was like <gasps> oh that was really sentimental I was oh like God. this is what are they all gonna need? die at the end of the season is it gonna no. be like series finale and they all drive off a cliff or something I oh thought that God. those long shots especially of Kim looking, looking I was like whoever whoever produced this episode particularly the cleveland story mm-hmm. like that is like some fucking emmy winning production like it was good that's like that like level of reality especially and that's the last time i may ever bring it up after life of kylie is just like that's how you do it you know but like the girls, we win on this little arc they also know how to bring it and to give you those yeah, looks yeah they're open of, and they yeah. didn't have their phones out 90 yes. percent of the time like they like they sometimes will do yes and they, they felt had, very present they, like kim has like children courtney has children yeah. does kylie really need to be that glued to her goddamn phone no. well maybe she that'll change soon, that'll change like, that'll change it's just like i don't know like they're they they know that this job is work and like you have to bring it and they brought it they it was a very it. good and then oh then we get to, into kim's house is that what you're talking about yeah the meeting with kendall yeah, kendall and I, my first thing I wrote was, whoa, this is fresh getting your lips done, done, oh, done. Bad. I Kendall's guess lips. What happens if I you was, have... I guess I didn't know that. I was just like, something looks off, but I couldn't pinpoint it. Was I thought some, they were overlined, but that's... No. Okay. That was some... That was maybe coming from the appointment. I don't know. I guess what <laughs> happens is maybe you... Uh, have a big scandal you go in hiding and get some work done i mean why not if you're hiding yeah but two for one uh, yeah it was i was like hello it's such a great scene because it played their character games perfectly Mm -hmm. which was that kim has been through it all and she knows and she's telling her exactly what to do and she's being a great sister giving her like the best advice and like being honest with her and it feels so real and Kendall is like blankly staring and crying and feeling sorry for herself. And being like, and not but you don't listening. understand. This was really bad. It's like, bitch, she knows what really bad is. She has been through the worst. Yeah. And it's like, all you have to do, all she had to do in this scene was like be a human who did not feel sorry for herself. Yep. That's all she had to do was just be like, I'm, I can't believe that like I trivialized 
things. She so never ma- said it. She, she never, never got fault. it. She never got it. I would say that this episode to me, I mean, we're obviously like not on like Team Kendall that much as it is at all. But it's like I thought it backfired. I was like, Major. I, I think that this was bad for you. And I think Kim was like laying the tracks for this yes. is how you do it. Because she's like, I don't even know what to do. And I was like, well, don't worry. Kim does. But they were giving her every opportunity and they even give her the big finale confessional with the tears. And I was like, with that bad shirt. Oh, that. Oh, with the fucking bows. It was like buckles straps and buckles. And it was like a menswear shirt that Ugh. has like straps so that are buckles. It was probably like twenty five thousand dollars. It was so. <laughs> she weird. cried. There were like tear streams. But she was crying. But she was saying the wrong thing. Like she yeah. was saying the wrong thing. It was like I'm. It was basically. It was I'm not a bad person over and over again. Like that's like all she kept saying. And it was I would like, never hurt anyone. It's no like, one thinks you okay, hurt anybody. But the thing is, you did. You made people upset and you're not saying what you learned. Right. Like, who is her publicist? Her publicist is bad. It's like she must be using someone different because like, I feel like Kim really like spelled it, it out for her. It was set up for her. And then she didn't say what I learned is I have a lot of short of short sightedness when it comes to white privilege and how hurt people feel in America about how racism is treated and how you know, people are feeling it and I, I should have been more sensitive and I and I realize that now. But she never said it. She, she just said, can't say it. She said nothing even remotely close to it. Not even like hinting or adjacent to it. It was truly just like, I didn't mean to hurt people. And it was like, Even what? that, it's like, I didn't mean to. It's like, you hurt people. So just, just acknowledge that you hurt all people. All you have to do is say like, I understand why what I did was hurtful. That's all she had to say was that. I understand why. And I wish it had gone a different way. But she was just like, I trusted these people. I mean, Pink, Britney, Michael Jackson, they've all done well, it. And it happened to me. It was about like the whole, the root of all of it is about privilege and to me about like white privilege obviously and then she is in the most elevated position of white privilege as this like celebrity and model and it's like all she needed to acknowledge was like her the the blind spots of what her privilege was and not like she's a real jenner it was so loathable she's a jenner it was so i was like secretly delighting in how badly (laughs) she like came across i was like because i was like schadenfreude because we've talked about this many times but the whole point of the show the point of the show for them now is that they get to handle they handle their pr messes and they tell the story they retell it Mm -hmm. they cast everybody exactly how they want them to look caitlin's a villain chris is a hero Kendall is an angel who got fucked over and is young and 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 you know it's like naive. someone needed to be like cut. Hey, Kendall. Okay, what I need you to say just is do the thing. like, but they should have just like cut the scene and been like, Kendall, you're not doing it right. But I mean, like, I bet you even if they did, she'd be like, no, no, no. She is well, more pro- you, like when you're like saying like Jenner, it's like she's stubborn. Like she's, she's just, she's, a Jenner. she's just like she's just like Caitlyn. Like I really feel like they're one and the same. Um, I don't, I'm going to spoil it for you. I'm going to tell you when this was filmed. Are you going to get upset with me, Trish? I don't love it, but I think it's important if Which people, her this is great info, or the info is good. So the last scene uh, at Kim's house. Okay. And this is from Mariah. If you're not reading her, uh, keeping up with the continuity errors on the cut, you're you crazy. should be. You're crazy. Uh, but also then like, well, I guess that kind of deludes what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> she Mariah writes, thanks to Kendall's severely plump lips and baby pink nail polish and bouncy hair, we know that both Kendall's conversation with Ken, K- 
Kim and her confessional were filmed on July 17th, over three months after the ad was released on April 4th. And she's still crying and won't apologize. Three months. Three months to internalize it. That's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Disappointing. Do better. Oh, I hate her. Well, luckily, she did herself no favors. No. Um, we'll see if it continues to be a storyline, but they definitely devoted a lot of real estate for no good reason. We saw nothing of Kylie. No one even no spoke Kylie. of her. Not at all. Um, <laughs> I just realized that. That's so funny. We didn't miss her at all. Yeah. Um, but she was I, off getting pregnant. I wonder yeah. if she'll be in it this season or if she's like i did my duty yeah if she was and they're like, like yeah bye yeah <laughs> i mean we'll see but it's, i don't feel like we've seen her in too many of the teasers and stuff new no. but um, I, it was i thought it was a really fun episode it, it was a so really fun episode it got me really excited me for the too. whole season i'm very excited did we have some things you wanted to read like we had some questions on our um Ooh, there was that one good th- let me look so you guys buy time uh talk to each other what uh, else are you excited about i hope we get to see chris being a boss lady oh yeah oh yeah um because that was like my big takeaway from the Kylie show is like I want to see more Chris I think I miss Chris, Chris is trying so hard to produce the show though right like she's, I know it's hard to be an EVP and the star I know but I'll let Chris do whatever she wants yeah she and can be truly. like the source yeah the source what do you mean the source <laughs> remember somebody was like oh an EP from the show is the source <gasps> oh yes okay let's see um baby Let's see. What were the questions from? Okay. Over these on Instagram? Oh, okay. So this was, um, um, can you please discuss how laissez-faire the girls seem oh, right. to be in reference to step-parenthood? Oh, this. Do you think Kylie mothered King Cairo? Lamar had two children and Tristan has one. Do you think Chloe interacts with Lamar's kids still? Does she help raise Tristan's baby? And why do they never talk about the stepkids on the show or on social media? Um, that is so that's a great question. Yes. So many um, good little... really good question. Um and I I think it is uh I think it's egregious. And I think it's very intentional because I think it's messy. I think they can't. I think like they can't bring those kids into their TV show without some very pissed off baby right. mamas. Well we know in the case at least we know Lamar's children and uh, that that's a very that's yeah they don't a, that, care for a, chloe right? and that the ex like hates lamar i think I yeah think that that's the case yeah we know that in the case of like obviously china and that is complicated even though king cairo did appear like quite in a Costa bit Rica. and I, I i remember chloe mothering him more yeah. than kylie right and then the one that we remembered from this question that is pretty nuts is tristan which we like have not talked about enough which is like unbelievable and unbelievable. for anyone who doesn't know Tristan like got a woman pregnant his ex-girlfriend is pr- uh, had a baby like while he's been with Chloe yeah like they, they, they had they, a baby t- like Tristan's baby was born like a month into their relationship or a couple months into right so he has this like her name is Jordy like is it a four month old he has right I now I think four and they've months. been together like six months or whatever right and so it's this like very I mean it's it's not it's not a like uh it's not clattering yeah. story that he has Yeah, because you other... watch this episode and you're like tristan's so sweet i love tristan he right. left his pregnant he left his pregnant well, i mean but we, and we I, don't I know think, i don't know if like yeah, how yeah how did that i don't know how that went down like like were they like together and she got pregnant or were they broken up and she got pregnant like was it like 
you know, like, what was it? Like, what is that story? Because if they weren't together and they had, because I've, I know people that's happened to where they're like, we're not together. We had like a little thing. We got pregnant and we can co-parent this child, but we don't need to like go be together. That's not, this baby's not going to fix what's not working between it, what, us. Maybe it wasn't even a relationship to begin with. Maybe they just were doing. So the baby the was sex. born in December. Okay. December 12th. Um, and yeah, she's beautiful. Uh, his ex, and um, I guess irregardless. That's not a word. Regardless, yeah, of um, when or how, when or how, or whether they were in a relationship. The fact that he was like jetting off with Chloe to Cabo or well, whatever, he's got, like a new baby somewhere, is kind of shady. But maybe that's why she was in Cleveland all the time. Because maybe Tristan was like, honestly, I can't go to LA. Like I have an infant. I need to take that care of That could be yeah. true. I hope that's And maybe truth. she just doesn't talk about it because he does he says that's off limits. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Maybe it's just like, you know, we're trying to work this out and it's very new. It and he wasn't a- on the show at all last season. Yeah. So I mean I don't know like how the step parenthood I think it's complicated. That's what was like the 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 thing that that it always like kind of made me worry for Kylie. Like is she ready for that responsibility because she was like 15 yeah. being that stepmom um and now she's going to be a 20-year-old mom which I guess she at least got her she got her feet wet like she 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 knows what she's doing I guess. Oh my god, I have a fun full circle to what? to wrap things up. Okay. So I just looked her up um Tristan's ex she's stunning um and her name is Jordan Craig um he was involved with this woman Jordan Craig she is I guess best friends with Aniko Parrish who's the lady who's married to Kevin Hart who's like been the oh my god of scandal and like and, and, and Aniko Parrish is like who threw her baby shower and stuff oh my god um and here's the craziest little end of it though before meeting Thompson Craig once had a fling with Tyga. <gasps> wow. Guys, what a world. What? Who knows uh, how? Are there only like 30 hot people in America? <laughs> You're calling Tyga hot. <laughs> I mean, he's got to have something. There is something we do not know because this woman is fucking jaw dropping. I mean, obviously, Chloe is very beautiful, too. But like, look at this woman. Like, uh, hello. Yeah, she's there. That baby's beautiful. What a good pantsuit, too. Yeah, she's wearing like this gorgeous golden white pantsuit. Anyway, that's before the baby. So I don't kill myself. There's no date on it. Let's okay. assume. <laughs> We'll assume. She um, looks very good. I feel like we got through a lot. We did a good job. I mean, we, it was. A, I'm saying we did a good job. I don't care what anyone else says. Um, <laughs> we have been so lucky with our with comments and emails and Instagram notes and tagging us and things. And it truly, truly, uh, we always say this, and I get really like schmaltzy, but it like truly, truly makes our week. We love it. We we're like screenshotting it and sending them to each other, and like uh, it's so great. And as always, like. Those reviews on iTunes make a huge deal. Yes. Please, please, please. We've been really lucky. You guys have been leaving them and they uh, are such a huge help. Um, and they're really fun for us to read. Yeah. Um, so please keep them coming. Um, and I guess that's it. That's it. We're back on. We got more ups. We're in season 14. 14. Damn. This this show could date a rapper now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how old Sophia Richie is, I think, oh right? God. Okay, we, right. Really, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe on iTunes, rate and review. Um, check out our Twitter and Instagram, like our Facebook page, emails, corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit. 
at gmail.com. Um, thanks so much for listening to Kardashian It. Bye. Bye. What's a creative podcast network?